All right, what's going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of the Gauntlet Gurus Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Lucas today with Edward. As always, Edward, how's it going? It's going good as always. Uh, it's it's probably it's one of the best weeks of football because Thanksgiving weekend, baby. It's Thanksgiving, yeah. Well, in the states, yeah, day, which is exciting. So today we got some. Um, uh, sorry, some injury notes and, and a lot more to get to some studs and duds starts of the week will be tomorrow, but, uh, we got a lot, lot to talk about today. Uh, some COVID news. So yeah, let's just jump straight into it. Eddie, do you want to start with studs and duds at the QB position? Sure. Um, the number one was, uh, Mr. Deshaun Watson, who completely ate, uh, in New England. Looks like he was playing for a team that actually had a chance of making the playoffs. Um, two touchdowns, three forty-four. Just, just a solid day overall. A touchdown on the ground. That, it was his, uh, not even his best fantasy week this year, but definitely looked good out there. Uh, yeah, no, he looked great. Justin Herbert was second this week, doing Justin Herbert things. I'm waiting for him to just kind of like fall off and not be very good, but it hasn't happened yet. And I'm starting him every week, and I'm loving it. Three hundred sixty-six yards. Few touchdowns, great week for Herbert. Uh, this in this last in this last week, uh, he's really is he's on pace to smash like every rookie record that matters, like thirty-seven touchdowns. Baker Mayfield has a record with twenty-seven, and now with Burrow going down, which we'll get into, uh, it's kind of they just it's like Herbert's going to win rookie of the year. Well, Baker doesn't deserve any records, so yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and then the the, last number guy. three. Who, if you're playing ESPN, I'm not sure which leagues changed the rule ahead, but you might have been yeah, able to start this guy at tight end position, uh, as some people in our league were able to do. And it was a little cheese, but Taysom Hill, who yeah. showed that he is also a quarterback. And I've been talking about this guy all season because I'm in love with him. It's so funny, but you're so right, dude. I never and, expected this one to hit. And look at this, Taysom Hill. I told you to add him. I told you to keep him on your bench. I told him, look at this now, quarterback three on the week. He had a Great week, mostly because he doesn't throw touchdowns. He only runs them in because he's a running back. But also well, yeah. through for through for 233 yards. Um, I think he's in a good offense for his style. You know, the dump plays. You know, they got Kamara. They got Thomas. They got Emmanuel Sanders. They got a lot of playmakers. And he's a playmaker himself when the ball's in his hands. So had a good week. And it'll be interesting to see if he can keep this kind of consistent, good quarterback play. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh... – Excited. What's nice is he seemed to favor Taysom Hill, which was great. Uh, or not, sorry, Taysom Hill Michael seemed to Thomas? favor Michael Thomas. That's what yeah, I meant to say. That's what I thought you were going to say, yeah. Yeah, my bad. Uh, anyways, that was great to see. Thomas, I think, had 10 catches for 100 yards, something like that. He had a good um, week, yeah. So hopefully that, that carries on to the next week. Uh, it was a good match versus Atlanta. Mind you, so it's not a great defense. But going, but, going uh, into Denver next week is also yeah, and then so. and then Atlanta again. So I'm not really yeah. concerned. So you, if you have like he's definitely he's he should be added in your leagues, even as a QB, even with the tight end eligibility taken away. I mean, yeah, funny enough, he wasn't even the tight end one on the week. Uh, running backs studs. Uh, Dalvin Cook again at the top. Not surprising. No, poor running back week. Yeah. Um, but wasn't anything crazy. No, but Dalvin had a good one. He, you know, he did what he does. 
Clyde scored two touchdowns on prime time. Le'Veon Bell actually scored a touchdown as well. But uh, those two touchdowns helped Clyde get to running back two on the week. So it's best week of the season. So, he only so caught far. one ball. And yeah. he ran for 69 yards, which is not nothing. But the two touchdowns really take him over the hump for sure. He's really kind of like Gurley at this point. Yeah. But a little bit worse because he doesn't get as many touchdowns. Uh, Derrick Henry, RB3. Yeah, he really benefited from the overtime, of course. Got that touchdown at the end. Yeah, it um, seems like when Derrick Henry goes into overtime, he really – it's good. Yeah, uh, he's not stopping him. Versus the Texans too, right, that overtime game. Versus, versus anybody. It's ridiculous. So, um, Yeah, another good week for Derrick Henry. Great yeah. schedule coming up soon, so uh, you're he's excited. He's got the Colts next week, which is a tough one. He's got best, a couple tough games, but after – after He's got a good is... playoff schedule. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keenan Allen was the wide receiver one this week. 19 targets. Isn't that incredible? That uh, is – Lucas, let me tell you, that is insane. Uh, <laughs> who else is getting these targets? Deontay Johnson, apparently. Yeah, apparently. That's true. <laughs> he got 16. He caught um, 16 of them, though. Who? Just, Keenan Allen. Yeah, yeah for not 145. That's crazy. No, he's touchdown. not. Herbert loves him. Eckler's yeah. going to come back. It's only going to be good for the offense. We saw what happened in week three when – Keenan Allen, Herbert, and Eckler all played together. They all were incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to go to the next one? Uh, yeah, of course. Next one, Mr. COVID himself, Adam Thielen. He better not have COVID. Um, but that's that's in the news as well. We'll bring up later. Had a good week. Uh, got two touchdowns. Caught eight balls for 123, 11 targets. Uh, looked good out there. And just did what he did. A lot of people were telling me that Adam Thielen was kind of Pat, yeah, that, that it was, was going to be bad. Him. That he he had yeah. a, he had the hardest quarterback schedule, or that sorry, yeah, that Cousins had the hardest quarterback schedule. I'm looking at the teams right now: Carolina, Jacksonville, the Bucks tough. I'll give it to you, Chicago tough. But I think that they they've been able to power through, and he's consistent. Um, even, even though they lost, they were good for fantasy. Look, he's not uh, he's not the type of guy, you know. DK Metcalf is one who we've seen get shut down when they put a lockdown corner on him. Steelen doesn't play the deep balls. They're not playing on him. He's moving on the field no. a lot. He does a lot of season the slot. He's going deep. So he's harder to shut down. Uh, had a good week. Well, his route running sure. is just yeah. is what puts him yeah, over exactly. the top, right? And I think the only time that Adam Steelen's not going to be fantasy relevant, at least for the re- remainder of this year, is games where they give the ball to Dalvin Cook and he's getting eight yards every time because those are the games where they're just going to lean on the run and Dalvin Cook's going to have another 40-point week. Yeah. Adam Steelen will be sitting at six points unless he gets a touchdown. Yeah. And that's happened a couple times, but uh, it's it's not going to always happen. That, like we saw, Dalvin Cook still had a great week, and they still had to throw. So uh, you're and, and Justin Jefferson, too, on the other side. Like, they're both great. And I don't think there should be any concern towards them because there was definitely some concern with Adam Thielen. Even going into this cake-seeming cake matchup versus Dallas, mm-hmm. they don't defend very well versus the wide receivers. People thought that, you know, Dalvin was going to take over and it was going to be it. But we saw Dalvin have a good game, like I said, and Thielen and Jefferson both got their own. So I, I, I really like Thielen right now. Wide receiver three, though, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Eddie, what are you saying about that? That was a pretty incredible game for fantasy, the Chiefs. It was a great Raiders. game if you had anybody except for Henry Ruggs. Um, yeah, and Hunter Renfro, apparently. The White Ninja. But yeah. Like at 14 targets for Tyreek, he, he does it all. He, I mean, he's a kidding. He has a touchdown every game. That's what he averages. 
Pretty, um, yeah. And he, he is, yeah, he averages one touchdown every game. He's carrying the ball. He lost two yards, but he's getting, the getting involved. involved from everywhere. But he's, he's, he's more than just a boom bust. He's just a speedster guy. He's going to be like he's wide receiver two on the season. I don't know what else to tell you. I uh, think it's going to stay that way. One. I think he's going to finish in the top three. Who's wide receiver one? Keenan Allen's number three, I know. Is it, oh, it's Devontae Adams uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got to be Adams. Uh, good, another good, good week from Adams. Yeah. Tight ends? Are we going to count Taysom uh, Hill in there? Well, there, there's a few. I mean, we can, but the no, tight end one doesn't it even matter. Good week. It was a good week. That's pretty ends. incredible. You know, uh, he a quarterback. QB goes into the tight end slot, and he's still not the tight end one in the week. And you'd think, wow, that's just because there's so many great tight ends. And it's like, no, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, like he was benefited from that, the game-winning touchdown. Uh, of course, which which helped his day propel him into this elite status. But like he does it every week, he's gotten well, basically twenty five points three weeks in a row. If you're playing full PPR at, yeah. at the tight end position, which is unheard of. And uh, Lucas, I know you said it earlier today. If you have Tyree, if you have Travis Kelsey in your team, you basically have a ten point advantage over anybody else because nobody's tight ends getting close yeah. to him. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's we're getting to a point. Well. Guys like McCaffrey and Dalvin, you may rather have on your team because they score more points. We're getting to a point where Travis Kelsey could be potentially the most valuable fantasy asset of the year just because of what Edward said, that 10-point advantage, because you're not having to scramble and you're getting wide receiver one, running back one numbers in your tight end slot. It's like having an extra player with how bad the tight ends have been. That being said, Darren Waller still a guy who had another great game. He, he stuff, he's a guy in that category. Uh, I mean, he's tight end too. Uh, yeah. And just as a to show you, he averages like a full five points less. Than Kelsey. Um, but yeah. he, he's kind of that good secondary guy. He's in there with Kelsey. Or Kelsey's in there with Kittle. Mark Andrews, you could argue, is in there. Um, he had a good week. Like you said, it was a great week for fantasy. It was a great game specifically for fantasy players. Uh, and yeah. Waller caught he, seven targets, seven catches. What more could you ask for? No, you can't really ask for anything more. Uh, Mark Andrews finally came through. Finally. 96 yards, a touchdown on seven targets. Uh, good game for him. It's just kind of – Kelsey is his, own, is his own tier. Darren Waller is his own tier. And then Hawkinson is starting to show a little bit more consistency. He had it dead last week, though, however. Yeah. But other than other than the first two, really, it's kind of lots of low floor guys, and you're just trying to pick the one on the highest upside. And a lot of the times, Mark Andrews is going to give you one catch for 29 yards, but that's just because he's like all those other tight ends. But he does have the highest upside, like we saw today, like or sorry, this week, like we saw a few weeks past. So if you have Andrew, like these are that's just the thing in the tight ends. You just it's a guessing game, and you want to give your guy the you want to start. A tight end that has the highest chance of scoring a touchdown. Right? Yep. Because that's what's going to get you points in that position. Andrews is showing he can score some touchdowns. They look for him in the red zone. It just all depends on how Lamar continues to progress in his career, right? Uh, he hasn't looked great this year. No, that's for sure. You want to go on to yeah, Duds? Yeah, the Dud QBs. Um, I'll yeah, start. Man. I got one, Matt Ryan. Yep. Just 232 yards, turned the ball over. Just a pretty bad game from uh, Matt Ryan. Julio was in and out of that game. He only finished with two for 39. The Saints defense just dominated again. Matt Ryan just kind of looks lost without Julio. Yep. 
I don't know, like Julio's there and they're both great when Julio's in and he's 100%. And if not, well, Julio's obviously not playing and then Matt Ryan just doesn't know what to do with football. If he's, if Julio's in, you're playing him. If Julio's not, you're likely not playing him. That's kind of how it is. Hopefully you have uh, another option where you can pivot to on a week-to-week basis. But you don't want to be carrying uh, Matt Ryan to the end, hoping that he's the one that brings you a championship. In real life football or in fantasy football. Uh, I'm with that. I agree with that. Um, the next. I was. I was. Yeah, I you was going to okay, say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You have something else to say on Matt Ryan? No, it's all. I was. Just, yeah, next. That has uh, got to be Tua. Um, not that mm, he's been. Not yeah. that he's been a fantasy superstar. He's only played a couple weeks. But, uh, the you know, when you get benched against Denver. I mean, it's hard when Drew locks across from you and he's just throwing dimes as Drew does. Drew dimes <laughs> lock. <clears throat> but he got benched for Fitzmagic. He, he had a tough one. Um, yeah, he did have a tough one. Yeah, he, I noticed he doesn't throw the ball that much. No, well, they try not to, right? They they try and lean on I the know, but they don't, They've got yeah. a rookie QB, and that's kind of the – that's kind of the recipe for a rookie QB, unless you're the Bengals. I mean, look, he's thrown right? no picks, and he's thrown uh, what is that? Six touchdowns in the uh, in the five games he's played, so he's doing all right. I'm honestly surprised they did bench him. I was a little yeah, me too. Uh, I was like, especially when I thought there Fitzpatrick was some came or in and threw a pick at the end in the end zone. But I mean, he did he did get them oh, close to a game tying touchdown. So what's well, Fitzpatrick? He does what he does. But, um, I mean, you can't you can't really blame him. He gave them more of a chance to win than anybody else did. Really, this is true. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I got another another dud here. Uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. He bounced back the week prior, had a great week, and then comes in and wasn't so good. <laughs> he just didn't look good. He was missing throws all day, left and right, and uh, it, it eventually cost the Bucks a game versus the. Mind you, the Rams do they do have a great, a secondary. great secondary. We we have seen this, but uh, I I don't know. Like that last interception, that didn't really have to do anything with the secondary. That was just a total missed throw. Yeah, by Brady to close the game. Um, but like we always say, it doesn't have back-to-back bad games. So what are you thinking versus He's Kansas a start. Two? That's exactly what exactly what you just said. He does not have bad back-to-back games. doesn't matter if he's going to play some, who some would say is the best team in football right now, Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be fine. Um, but, yeah, he got, last week he threw for a career high, or career high, season high, 48 passes, only completed 26. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was uh, it was tough, tough week. But he's uh, fine. Yeah, versus Kansas City, it could be tough. I mean, Brady hasn't looked so fine. hot, but we, I mean, we like to sit stand by that. He doesn't have back to back bad games, so I mean that as history shows, you got to start him. It's it's uh it should be a good game. I mean, it's two great offenses. Brady's gonna be having to throw a lot to keep up, and the Chiefs defense hasn't looked so no. hot recently. It, it, I would I say mean, the Rams. We saw with Eric Carr to them. Oh, the Rams defense is trying out. Rams, Rams, the Rams are looking downwards. like they're not. Rams not are to looking go too incredible. Hard Rams because they're lose to the Seahawks, but well, the Rams are every week they're looking more and more like they could be a potential no, contender. Real. 
they're starting to – first it was all oh, their record's only good because they played NFC East teams, but then they started to beat NFC South teams, and now they beat the Bucs, and it's like, oh, I mean, they totally handled the Seahawks, yeah, right? They kind of propelled Seattle into a losing streak there for a bit. So uh, the Rams are really starting to turn it around, and their defense is definitely not one to be – you can't sleep on them. No, you cannot. The point is, Brady is is, is probably going to have a solid week versus Kansas City. That's totally what I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, running back duds. Adrian Peterson. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, that's that's fair. He Just because he was the starting guy, and well, yeah, with Swift out with a concussion. Yeah. We expected more from him. Obviously, uh, we I didn't did. get it. We started him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the Lions played the Panthers. And the yeah, Lions that was a horrible points. game. Uh, this is, speaking of that, I'm just going to interrupt ourselves here. The Lions are playing on Thanksgiving tomorrow, Thursday, uh, as they always do. And they are playing Houston. And I think I think they have a bounce back game. I'm not sure they win. I don't think they have a chance. I they think they no have mojo. a chance for sure. I'm not saying they do it, but they they don't got mojo. But I just it's a Thanksgiving game. It feels like one of those games where Stafford's going to come out and throw for 300 yards. What time? Without Galladay and Marvin Jones is going. It's the first it's one in the morning, morning. 9:30 Pacific time. Yeah, an early one there, so I could see Marvin Jones catching a few touchdowns. Uh, if Swift plays, I could see him getting heavily involved. Um, I think the Lions' offense at least back, bounced back in this game, making it a close one. I don't think they lose twenty nothing like they did the week before to Carolina. I agree with that. I agree with that. Edward, they got to score at least one point. Yeah. When Matt Prater hit a kick, bud. Um, right. Yeah. The next. The, the next. Uh, yeah, you got go with, uh, You got one. Alvin Kamara, who who scored ten. He got ten points. <laughs> really? Like, ten points. He might go. Look, Edward. Edward, what are you saying? Ten points. He had a great week. Um, where's this goofball? Here he is. But I, there's so many. Let me just tell you: Le'Veon Bell, Nick Chubb, James Robinson, Tony Pollard, Salvin, Miami. What's his name? I mean, look at this: Chase, Frank Gore, yeah, Frank Gore, Carlos Hyde, J.K. Dobbins, James all Connor, these guys. So Damian Harris. This is supposed to be your. This is your number one. Chase Edmonds running back, and he is for a reason. And in a game where they did pretty well. With Taysom Hill not throwing deep balls, you thought he threw a lot of dumps off to Kamara. Nope. Didn't catch a single ball. Now I'm worried. Now I'm worried. Yeah, exactly. He exactly. The lowest Same. amount of balls he had caught all season was three catches for 36 yards. But besides that, it's been five plus. He's catching a lot of balls, and it's giving him a lot of points. No catches. Yeah, uh, first game in his career without a catch. And the only reason he got the 10 that he had Which the points that he had is because he had one touchdown on the ground. He wasn't rushing the ball super efficiently. No, well, I mean, he's I not know, really – that's I'm, not what I'm, you – I'm scared about that. For, right? I don't love that. If That's the one thing I didn't like about seeing Taysom Hill, and I love Taysom Hill. It was kind of a game like that. Well, we'll know. see it again. If it happens more... twice, then, then get alarmed by Yeah. Obviously, you can never, you could never sit Kamara. I don't know. Like, I don't think it's the same. Obviously not. And just, just how, how you're feeling about him right now. You but can't what I mean is, like Latavius Murray had the same week. Uh, put up the same stats yeah. to him. He got more rushes and he caught the ball more. 
he had more attempts, caught the ball more than yeah, that's so. I yeah, I don't think that's by design. I mean, it's the first game with Taysom Hill. I don't think Kamara's going to be catching nine, ten balls like he no. was with Breeze, or like he might have been with with Jameis potentially. But I still I still think he's going to be a guy who's been catching five, six balls. I hope so. A game for sixty, and he's going to be getting you twenty points. He just might not get forty as often. But uh, I don't think there should be too much concern for Kamara, at least just yet. Because, like we said, it's, it's only been one yep. week with Taysom Hill. That's uh, our last running back dud here. Let's we'll go wrap receivers. this up and yeah. uh, do the wide receivers. Rojo. Ronald Jones, two points. Ouch. There's the Rams. Leonard Fournette got a rushing touchdown. Seemed like Leonard Fournette was their guy when they needed to score. At the end, he was in. They were giving him the ball. I mean, Leonard Fournette. Sorry, not Ronald Jones, right? So... What are you thinking about this? Um, yeah, it wasn't a huge rushing game for either of those guys. Only seven attempts for it wasn't uh, for net. I don't know how many Rojo had. I'm assuming it wasn't. Yeah, was nothing Less too impressive. Um, but yeah, no, definitely busted. Especially when you you assume that every game at least one of those guys is going to have great uh, a great week, and neither of them did so. Well, like we, Leonard Fournette was serviceable. He was he serviceable, but touchdown. yeah, Saves but Rojo his. was definitely disappointing. Um, I mean, this is a game where Goff threw uh, three hundred and however many yards, so the Bucks had to up. yeah, to, yeah, pass as as we saw that Brady threw the ball forty eight times. Um, Ronald Jones carried ten times. He had one target. Leonard Fournette had four. I'm now really like I don't really feel confident starting either. Because Ronald Jones might go for 20 one week, but it, just as easily could be Fournette. And this week it was divided by two. So instead of someone going for 20, someone went for 10. And that happened to be Fournette and Rojo was left with nothing. So it's just you got to temper your expectations when starting yep. either. I, I wouldn't be too excited about starting. But just play matchups. This is definitely not a matchup that you were excited about either running back. No. Going in. Because it's not, it's not, it just wasn't, it wasn't with a it, great yeah. match. I agree with you there. Wide receiver, uh, you want to kick us off? Yes. Of course, I love kicking us off. Um, wide receivers. If you don't I, go, I, I have one. Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham. Let's see. Yeah. Two weeks in a row with 1.8 points. And what I said about five weeks ago, it's kind of starting to come true now, isn't it, Edward? That Goddard's going to come back and Ertz is eventually going to come back. Rager's going to come back. Alshon Jeffrey's going to come back. And Fulgham's not going to be able to have the proper quality volume because Wentz sucks. And he's not getting the targets he was getting before. Yeah. I mean, what, what are you, what's your take on this, on Fulgham? Are you, doing, are you dropping him? Are you even playing him? No, I'm not dropping him. I'm not dropping him. That's the first thing I'll I'm say. probably holding you him as well. At least one more week. After what he has shown. Not after what he did. He's capable of doing. Yeah. He's un he's yeah, he's undroppable. Um but I don't know if I start him. It's exactly what you said. They've got their dogs back. Um and he was although he has shown and I'm sure he'll probably be around next year, he's not like, you know, you wonder what Greg Ward's position on the team will be next year when they're fully healthy and whatnot. Fulgham yeah, will have exactly. a spot and probably a prominent spot. Um, but it's not, he's not, he was the only As of guy. right now. 
Now he's becoming not the only guy. Yeah. And let's be honest, Carson Wentz is not looking. Exactly. This isn't an offense like the Steelers or the Chiefs where you can have a, a multiple guys be consistent or uh, valuable to your team on a yep. weekly basis, right? Like there's going to be one guy maybe, and this week happened to be Goddard. Exactly. Um, that being said, that all that being said, Fulgham did have seven targets. He led the team in targets the last two games. So uh, it's not like they're just phasing him out. I think it's more of just, like we said, getting quality targets from a QB that doesn't really give out yeah, quality exactly. targets. But but you're not dropping yeah, him. Yeah, you cannot. But you just you, don't, you're don't not, gas him or anything. Keep him on the team. But How are you with this with this matchup versus Seattle, though? It's pretty It's enticing, enticing for right? sure. I mean, let's, I'll be honest with you. Seattle has no... Uh, secondary at all, but uh, no, and and the secondary they do have is quite yeah. Bad. And like, look, I mean, Jamal Adams, best safety in the league, but he's not a safety. He's a he's a pass rusher, linebacker. He just gets a hell of sacks. It's not incredible in coverage, so it's definitely tempting. But Seattle's defense looked good last week against the Cards. Um, yeah, they they they've been trending they've been upwards trending actually. Upwards. We were yeah. going to talk about them later. Uh, do you have any more wide receivers that you wanted to discuss? This is a pretty good yeah, week guy, for wide he's, receivers. He's kinda, it's kind of a honest. softer bust because you, you expect less from him. But Henry Ruggs uh, is the next guy I'm going to say. Yeah, and I'm okay, going to say Henry Ruggs just because, as we mentioned, that game was huge fantasy game. If you started almost anybody, you know, maybe not a Sammy, maybe not a Sammy Watkins. Aguilar. It's uh, – I say more Henry Ruggs because you expect a little more. He's the rookie, and you could even hear, I don't know if you noticed in the game, uh, Derek Carr lined up for the thing and said, Henry, I need you, then threw the ball his way, and Henry didn't, yeah. didn't catch it. So Yeah, that was that was one of the audibles, and then Henry goes um, in motion. Only that one was target. Uh, and yeah, so I think it was that play. That's something that, that just sucks. Kind of been an all-year bust. Another one. Yeah, it's it's really disappointing. Um, but he's great in Dynasty. I mean, oh, he's yeah, still very if talented. He, if you got him in Dynasty, I mean, right. the the Raiders aren't a team. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're not the Raiders aren't a team that's exactly struggling right now. Like they're doing well. It's not like oh, they they need to get rugs involved exactly because they're doing well without him. It's just, so I could I could see why they're not pushing him as much right now. So he, I I could I would probably drop him. I don't think I'm holding him at this point, but I'm still excited for him. Like I said, in Dynasty, the last yep. wide receiver, Jarvis Landry. No, are you? You can't. Him? You can never. Jarvis Landry is immune to the drop because his name is Jarvis Landry, and it's as simple as that, really. Because uh, I'd rather have him on my team than anybody else grab him. He right. He'd, he'd be a number one waiver wire pickup just because of his name. Uh, like yeah, two targets, caught both of them, but. Two targets. <laughs> Baker's kind of garbage. The team doesn't throw the ball. Um, and it sucks. He only averages nine fantasy points. Like, I might have to start Chris Conley over him. Yeah. That's not hard, though. Well, we kind of we got a little bit excited because we thought he would have a featured role with OBJ being out. That obviously didn't nope. come to fruition. Um, but this actually leads us into just talking about a couple defenses here. 
that yeah. I, we discussed before in the year. Uh, part of Jarvis Landry and the passing attack of the Browns, I think part of why it's not very good is also, well, one, obviously their run game, but two, the weather has yeah. not been particularly good in their games. It's starting to pick up in Cleveland. There's no uh, home So the weather there. hasn't been good. So that leads me to their 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 defense as as a unit for fantasy purposes has a lot of potential. They just had 20 points this week, albeit versus the QB that has turned the ball the most over in the whole league. But still, I think a big part of that was due to this bad weather, and there's going to be more to come with the Browns. And the cherry on top, they're playing the Jets and Giants Ooh. in week 15 and 16. With Jacksonville this week, who is now first starting all, Mike Glennon because all, Mike Jake Glennon Luton threw four interceptions. quarterback from his draft class. Look it up. He was. I don't even know who else. No, seriously. I don't know who else. It was like a horrible <laughs> quarterback draft class. He is the best. Um, and you're going to hate on, on Daniel Fumble Lamar Jackson Jones. Like, I can't believe. I can't believe. Also, I was thinking yeah. it might have to be Carson Daniel Jones Wentz because he – Oh no, dude, dude! I was thinking that it's Carson Daniel Fumble Lamar be, Jones Wentz because might, he likes to run the ball sometimes, gets some rushing touchdowns. I just want to. But this I guy just, turns the ball over little, so much. Uh, these are these are his interceptions by week. Two, 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 one, two, zero, one, two, zero, two. I mean, it's insane. It's incre- It's incredible. He's also fumbled the ball four yeah, times. Yeah, that's that. And he has one, two, three, four, five. I don't think we really. Ex- and he rushes the ball a decent amount. So. Yeah, it's 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 weird. I don't know. Um, I don't really think we expect it to get to this point, but this season at least. But Philadelphia is definitely a team that you can consider 100%. streaming against. Just because of because of Wentz's willingness to turn the ball over, he's just not good this year. I don't know if it's a fluky year or he was because he was already on the downtrend and it seems he just regresses every year since he got that injury like he's just slowly forgetting how to throw a football either way uh like i said yeah philly you see a team playing philly i think you no, should no, strongly consider 100 the only there's only streaming been one that defense. game the entire year where he hasn't had at least one turnover and that was against the giants now I don't know what to say about their defense, but that's the only team. Every other team that they've played, he's been at least one turnover. And those turnovers are points. Whether it's a pick, a fumble, those are points in the bag. Yeah. That's it, huge stuff. No, so. those are, that's that's the thing. And that's that's what's important for fantasy and why you may be reluctant to start somebody like the Browns if they get lots of points scored on them is you can get lots of yards and lots of points scored on you. If you get turnovers and maybe score a touchdown that week, your defense is going to have a good 15-point week. And if you're getting 15 points from your That's defense, you're probably feeling say, pretty good about The number one defense in fantasy football, the Colts, they get scored on. Last week, they had 31 points against. They still had seven points because they had a sack, three fumble yeah. recoveries, and a pick. Yeah. Well, versus the Packers. Versus so the Packers. If your your defense can get scored on yeah. a bunch, but if they're going to do produce points on their own, that's that's the type of defense you want. So, yeah, I would I agree with you. Anybody playing the Eagles is a play, is, is a stream. Uh, they have Green Bay in two weeks, but they have Seattle this coming week, which brings me to my next defense, which is the Seattle Seahawks defense. 
when you first see Seattle's defense, you, you're probably going to think, oh, my God, they're so bad, right? Because a lot of times when we see Seattle on a schedule, yep. we think, oh, good, bad defense, good offense, lots of fantasy points, right? However, as of late, they have been starting to pick it up a bit, starting with this last week. Cardinals. Uh, who did they play? They played the Cardinals, which are a good team, and they held them to 21 points. Mind yeah, you, Kyler was a little bit hobbled, but but they they have been a respectable unit in fantasy they've their last few weeks i don't think they've gotten above eight points but they also haven't gotten um, three the last few weeks so it's uh they haven't they haven't been incredibly bad for fantasy for, and exactly what you say next they are a sack factory yeah we have we may have no secondary and that's because yeah. our safety is a linebacking pass rusher as we said we have no secondary and so seattle allows a lot of points against but the sacks, I mean, seven sacks against Buffalo. Are you kidding me? And we still lost? Wow. But, but they, a lot yeah. of sacks. But that's a lot of sacks. Of, that's a lot of sacks. Um, so, yeah, definitely. And go into your next point about them. Holy. Their schedule I haven't, I haven't looked at it yet. This is ridiculous, man. We're uh, winning the Super Bowl. They've already they've already played the Cardinals. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe they they played the Cardinals once. twice already, and they played yeah. the Rams once, I believe. So this this uh this coming week on Monday night they got the Eagles. Then the week after they have the Giants. Then they have the Jets. Then they have Washington, which we'll see where they are then. But Washington is known to turn the ball over, yeah. right? And then they have the Rams again, week 16. So they have the Eagles, the Giants, and the Jets. The and next this is huge for your fan. I don't know how many people's fan. I know most most uh, leagues will try to finish up around week 16, uh, avoid week 17 because people are yeah. sitting. But if you're looking at it, say you finish in week yeah. 16, you, but you have the next four weeks, they're playing some tough, offenses and that's looking like a good upside for them so it's definitely a good team to stream for the next three for the next four weeks you can just hold them for four weeks next Washington. next three fourth week is uh you can hold them for four weeks oh yeah of course yeah so at least three weeks and potentially a fourth you could probably even start them that week and maybe alex smith throws a pick and and someone fumbles yep. and you know and they get a couple sacks because i don't mind is very good right and that that gives you a nine point week even if they let in 25 right exactly Seattle Browns two great units. Also, one more, uh, not for the rest. It won't, not really for the rest of the season, but just for uh, the week after next. Yeah. Um, the Packers defense. They have the Eagles, so that should be a, a a tasty matchup. They actually have the Bears. They have the Bears this week. So this is another one. If Seattle isn't by any chance available in your league, the Packers have two pretty good. Schedule two pretty good games up on their schedule. Bear, Bears and Philly. Bears, we don't even know who's playing quarterback. I don't know them. Who who's playing already abysmal. They have no, yeah, exactly. There's Alan nothing Robinson. good in that offense, really, other than Allen Robinson and then some shines of Jimmy Graham and like Darnell Mooney. But really, there's nothing exciting. So that gives you Green Bay is another option. I just want to address defenses today because we haven't really much this year and we're getting to that point of the year where you're kind of knowing what your team is looking like and you're starting to stash players for playoffs. You're getting handcuffs in case you guys get injured. It's kind of getting that. Exactly. That's we're getting to that time of the year 
where you're you're kind of figuring out like in one of my leagues I'm I'm still not very uncertain if I'm gonna make playoffs or what, but another one I'm I know exactly what's gonna happen and I'm starting to prepare ahead, right? Like I know I know what my team's gonna look like week thirteen now or week fourteen when playoffs come around. Cause I, I, I looked ahead and defenses can be a big part of that. This week I only had three people score over twenty and one of them happened to be my defense and it was a big reason I won. Uh, so just just keep that and just keep that that's in mind. Huge. No, I'm Eddie, liking you what add? you're saying. It's yeah. good advice. That's uh I think that kind of does that for that. The studs and duds. Let's get some injuries. Some, some injuries on top of some injuries. Going on, going around. Yeah. You wanna start us off with the Ravens um, Steelers COVID yeah. issue? Yeah. I know that uh, members on the Ravens tested. I don't do you know which who? Oh right! Oh my god! Well, goodness. Ingram, How Dobbins, Ingram, Williams. Dobbins. Go grab Gus Edwards. Pernell McPhee. Why are you messing around? Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Trace Sorley was they on, go, the, as he's been which called. is a big one. Yeah. Um, they originally reported that four players had it. It was Ingram, Dobbins, Brandon Williams, and I think McPhee. And they said there was a fifth. And everyone is saying it's Lamar, but they're saying that they won't say. And then the mo- the game got moved. It was supposed to be tomorrow. It's now postponed. I think till Sunday evening, but we're not sure at this point. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Like Edwards said, pick up Dobbins. I mean, not Dobbins. Well, Dobbins too, but Gus Edwards for this week. They have a tough matchup versus Pittsburgh, but they like to run the ball. They are good at it. And and Gus Edwards could have a he could give you four for twenty and seventy yards on the uh, ground and a exactly, touchdown, man. which is it's a great, a great week. And it's from, it's a uh, bit of a risky move back. because it's I, you know I never personally when a game's up in the air because of you know COVID, and you don't know who's gonna get it or who has tested false positive and will be able to play. Or it's or even if the game's gonna happen, yeah. On the last game, and the game gets moved to a Tuesday because if if the game gets canceled, you're screwed. But we're at a, we're at the point of the yeah. season. Yeah, we're at the point of the um, season. It's just something to monitor. I think Gus Edwards is a good risk, uh, but especially if that entire yeah, I think so as well. I think the NFL. I yeah. think the NFL goes with that motto, Eddie. <laughs> Sometimes it's good yes, to sir. take risks. I don't think they care about COVID. I can't anymore. believe that the season is still on. I'm to be honest. I, with you. I think I don't think. I, I fully thought that really when they I first started moving games and canceling games and rearranging schedules, like it's over. I think yeah. they did that because they could. They had bye weeks, and they're like, you know what, this isn't going to do anything bad. Let's just move it around. And now that there are yeah. no bye weeks, they're like, whatever. How how do you think that happened? Why was so many? Like, why was there so much commotion? Who, who do you think? How many players have played COVID? Do you think getting supposedly worse? And the teams just haven't reported them. Like. Here's the right? thing. That's what I if mean. you're, you if some, know, you know, fine, Mark Ingram care. gets COVID, report that for sure. You can live without Mark Ingram. You think if Lamar got COVID at this point, and it was low key, that's what I'm saying. People respect. You know what I mean? Speculating. Or you got a key yeah, player exactly, in your defense. Right? Also, in news, I'd just like to bring this up. Did you see about Yannick Ngagwe? I butchered his name. What? Oh, the yeah, uh, the Ngagwe. Do you mean the Pro Bowling voting? Pro Bowl voting? Yeah, yeah. So basically, oh my, you want to explain he that? was traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Minnesota Vikings. Then Minnesota traded him to Baltimore. Now, there was a clause on the trade 
that if he makes the Pro Bowl, Minnesota has to give Jacksonville a better pick. So now the fans from Jacksonville started voting yeah. into the Pro Bowl. <laughs> other fans, well, that's other fans around the league. Well, heard not just this the fans from We can all screw over Minnesota. So everybody is voting him into the Pro Bowl so that Minnesota will have to give Jacksonville a better pick. Well, Eddie, listen to this. There was four subreddits that were really promoting this um, on, on Reddit. Right. And it was the Bears, NFC North, yeah. the Packers, NFC North, the Lions, NFC North, and then the Saints. Because yeah, it's they don't like to Vikings, see right? the Bears few years. And, the, uh, and the Packers fans working together. You know, it's history there. Right, and the Lions fans, it's hilarious. Anyways, vote for Yannick and Gokwe. I think it's that's what you mentioned, right, Eddie? MVP, yeah. Hating each other, yeah. H- hating each other, yeah. But uh, that your message pretty much was was vote for Yannick and Gokwe, wasn't it? So, yeah, just vote Yannick and Gokwe. And uh, I guess help everybody in the league screw over the Vikings. Yeah, and get our boy into the Pro Bowl. How funny would that be? I mean, this year doesn't even matter. Yeah. It doesn't hey, – the same thing happened – this is a little cross-sport, but in the NHL, similar thing happened a couple of years ago where the fans voted in a guy who was playing in the minor leagues. Into oh, the yeah. Just he, for the fun of it. He, that was awesome, though. He was sick. John was Scott. So, yeah, John Scott. So the fans can do anything they want, and this is this will be really interesting to see the implications on the future of the NFL if teams start doing – you know, they don't do these clauses anymore because the fans can just vote players and screw you over. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they took that in, in mind. Um, we'll just do injuries for these upcoming games because we'll have some more news tomorrow. Yeah. During tomorrow's episode. So for the for the two games tomorrow, uh, we already discussed the Ravens Steelers. So that game's not happening tomorrow. The the first one, Texans Lions. Texans don't really have any injuries, just Kenny Stills is out. That's kind of it. Yeah. I, I don't think you were really starting him anyways. Oh, Randall, Randall Cobb. Randall too. Cobb is also out, yeah. He's in the IR, isn't he? Yeah, he is. That sucks. Jordan Aikens. Oh, yeah. He's a very sneaky start at the tight end position this week. Yes, sir. He's been kind of sneaky. Right? And he's not this consistent. Is... No. But he's been sneaky. Some some weeks he's been sneaky. And with no Randall Cobb, who likes to play on the inside in the slot and stuff, and that's where tight ends are. On and the he inside. carries touchdowns, too. Yeah. if With no Randall Cobb and then also no stills, there's going to be a lot of open targets. So Jordan Aikens, with the tight ends, we've talked about so much how bad they are. He could be a really good play tomorrow and, and maybe it'll give you somebody to watch in the morning he's sneaky he had a pretty good one week against new england last week as well six targets five catches 83 yards so. yeah and that's uh that was with cobb exiting after he scored a touchdown and stuff so yeah. no i like akins a lot this week fellas not so much i mean he could be the one attached to touchdown but if i had to bet on one of them it would be akins i agree with that it's definitely hard though with those two as well they're pretty even uh yeah that also that and lots of injuries on the defensive side for the Lions. Um, Mike Ford and Jeff Okuda are both out. Deshaun Hand, the uh, defensive tackle, is out. They have some ends out. This could this could be good for the the Houston offense, who already has a pretty good matchup versus the the, the Lions defense. Not very good. Yeah, uh, I agree. On the offensive side of the ball, though, for the Lions, Kenny Galladay is, is out. He's not going to play. Danny. And DeAndre Swift is also questionable. He's been back and playing and being great. So, 
Yeah. Terry McLaurin was uh, injury report as questionable. Yeah, I, I do think Terry will play, um, but there are there doesn't seem to be too many injuries for that game, which is nice. Just, that's yeah, it's nice to see because there's been so it's way too many. Yeah, um, Dalton is back and playing. Let's just there's there's only two games tomorrow. We got a little bit of time here, so let's just talk about these two. How are you feeling about the Houston Detroit game? Uh, I'm feeling like I'm feeling Houston. I know you said. I, I agree with you. Like, when I picture Thanksgiving not, football, yeah, right? like, Matt Stafford comes to mind for some reason, which is so random. But he plays for the, you know, he plays for the Lions. And I just feel like they're always playing on Thanksgiving. Um, well, they are. But, so, I just, but I don't know. Deshaun, they, they looked good last week. They, they looked like they were playing England, for something. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm going to have to go with them, them in that game. Well, I'm not, I'm not completely convinced the Lions win. I'm just saying I don't think they're going to be doing – I don't think they're going to be playing like they did last week. I think we can expect more from that offense at least, no, even fair. with all the injuries um, on, their, on then, their offensive skill players. For the football team first, the Cowboys, I've, I've, it's kind of a, kind of a crapshoot. I'm going to go with the football – I'm going to go with the uh, Cowboys, sorry, because it is Thanksgiving. <laughs> Okay, Dallas Thanksgiving, like I like you know, same as kind of the you know Usain Stafford, just has to happen, and Zeke was finally looking like he was doing something uh, last week. Ever since Dak's gone down, he got the red rocket back, the red rifle. Is it the red rifle? Red rifle. The red rifle back. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I'm actually gonna go with the football team because they I were also it. once known as the Redskins. Yeah, and it's Thanksgiving. True. And true. if you know anything about U.S. Help. history, First Nations, yeah. you'll know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to cheer for the football team. I like Gibson this game. I like McLaurin this game. I like Alex Smith this game. I like C.D. Lamb this game. I like Dalton Schultz. I don't mind Zeke. I like Amari Cooper. I don't love him because no. Washington, Washington is a tough matchup for the wide receiver. It's a, it's a bottom six, I believe, matchup, maybe even five. For the fantasy wide receiver, they're very good. Uh, they're actually a good defense overall, but uh, I, I feel I feel like this is one of those Amari Cooper dud games. Mind you, he has been good with Dalton, so part of me wants him to have a good week. But I would, if I had to bet on it, I would I would prefer to have CD Lamb starting from those pass catchers. I agree. And then, like we said, Dalton Schultz could be a good tight end streaming option. Who do you like from yeah. the Texans Lions, if anybody? Oh, I like DeAndre Swift uh, if he's playing. Yeah. If, he if plays, not, yeah. I don't like anybody else. Um, uh, the wide receivers, I have no way. I like Hawkinson, of course. Um, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, like we said, he could have a good week. Marvin Fuller Jones. and Cooks are both starts, especially yeah. with the injuries. Cooks has been looking like good recently. Like good yeah, he's good. been great. He's been really great. Like back it's when nice. he was on the Saints. Remember yeah. when he was on the Saints and he was like a stud? Yeah, that was five receiver one injuries, man. And then Michael Thomas took over. They went to New England. 
And he was great in New England. He, he got Rams. killed in the Super Bowl. Yeah, then he went to the Rams. As a third guy. And it's funny because he's he's played on very good teams. He just hasn't won anything. Yeah, he's really bounced around. I didn't even think about that. Like, the, the Saints were great. They were close. The Pats, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl. The Rams, they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, just just not so much luck. He was always on the wrong side of it. Okay. Uh, well, he's he just stayed in New England one more year. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, this would be a great matchup for running backs what on do you both think about sides. Duke Johnson? Yeah, but I don't know, dude. It's just been – I'm just assuming David Johnson is out again. Yeah. I, I'm not excited for Duke Johnson this week. I don't, he hasn't – He's been giving the given the load, it seems, but it doesn't even seem like it's very much. He's not very catching. He's not catching very many passes. He's actually dropping some. I don't know. He just hasn't. What are you saying? Yeah, but I don't. He's I don't the worst, him. David Johnson. Yeah, he's giving me like Leonard Fournette vibes. Kind of right. And that like, like this he's year. the starting guy, and he's going to get a lot of action. But of course, this year, more, he's more, you know what he reminds me of David Montgomery. Yeah. Right. He's a little he's, worse than David Montgomery. Right? If if David Johnson plays, you're starting him. But I don't know. I mean, hopefully you have better options. He's not the worst. You could go with worse players. He's not the worst. Um, but how long has DJ been out? Two two weeks, I believe, he's been out. Like, he hasn't. The Browns two weeks ago and then this last week. Three weeks. He's been out three weeks, it looks like. Yeah, there like. you go. And his Because his carries have been up 16, 14, 10 in the last three weeks. 2.6, 3.9, 1.5 yards per carry. I mean, Peyton Barber he, he catches balls. Like, yeah, he's Peyton Barber numbers. So it's hard. I mean, Deshaun's kind of found his rhythm. He's throwing the ball, they're not running it. So, yeah, both QBs should be solid in this. Imagine if they still had Hopkins. Right? I mean, Watson seems to have not really missed much of a step. I think he's still playing great. I just think the know, team's but... record kind of overshadows it. Yeah. Anyways, I think that wraps it up. Just two game previews today. Uh, we will get the rest on Thursday, so tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, you guys can watch some of those games tomorrow morning and during the day. That should be fun. Yeah. It's too bad the Steelers-Ravens was moved. That was going to be a good one. But, uh, that was going to be the best one. Nonetheless, Thanksgiving is always fun because there's football on during the day in the middle of the week. Yeah, I love that. that. Um, and I, I think that kind of wraps it up. We'll also get into a lot more injuries um tomorrow there was a yeah. lot of news to cover with the covid and whatnot so uh we, we we just figured to get to the priority news which is about the games tomorrow but uh tomorrow we'll come back with some start sits some more game previews starts of the week COVID some news. questions that you guys may have and i think that pretty much wraps it up eddie you got anything else you want to add nothing for me uh, another great episode lots of fun stuff we're getting to a fun time of year it's sad because the season's starting to come to an end slowly, but also it's when everything starts to heat up. So excited for the next few weeks for football. Yes, sir. Uh, but I think that wraps it up for today. We will see you guys tomorrow. And thank you for listening as always. Peace.